Time now for the SCL Mortgage Show with your host, Sandy Clough, and co-host, Larry Jager. Stay tuned as we discuss everything mortgage. Educate, form, entertain. It's the SCL Mortgage Show. Now, here's your host, Sandy Clough, with mortgage industry veteran, Larry Jager. And good morning. Welcome to our mid-December 2022 edition of the SCL Mortgage Show. I'm Sandy Clough alongside Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage. 303-790-2222 is the number to call. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website that will provide answers to many, if not all, of your questions, even in advance. And uh, Larry, the year has flown by. Good morning. I we know, only have two more shows and this year. I know, Sandy. I, I I thought about that driving in here this morning. Two more shows. One on, what, 24th? Yeah, and one Christmas the, Eve, New Year's Eve. Right, right. So I guess, hey, we got to do the show, right? That's even, right. Even on the holidays. We'll be so, around. Yeah, that's uh, it's good to see you this morning. Um, got lots of stuff to, to talk about today. I was wondering if we could talk about purchases because absolutely a lot of the loans we're doing these days are purchases. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a good time to uh, talk about that. Any plans for the holidays? Uh, yes, yes. Actually, household? At the, <laughs> uh, our youngest son, Jackson, and his wife, Catherine, are coming over on um, Christmas Day. My wife makes this uh, pan of lasagna every single Christmas Day, and it is amazing. So they're, they're going to come over, and uh, we're going to open some gifts, and I hear... They want to talk about binging on Christmas movies, so um, we got we got a lot planned. All right, a lot going on in the Jager household, and I assume you do have plans for 2023 with SCL. And I remember in previous Decembers when we've done a program in mid-December, right? Uh, within a couple of weeks of the end of the year, we talk about that a little bit too. Some short-term, long-term goals that you set. Yes. Well in advance of January of 23 for 2023. Uh, maybe you could share some of those thoughts. Uh, yeah, as, actually, I, I'd be happy to. So uh, every year about this time of year, I reach out to all of our loan officers and I ask them to submit a business plan to me as to what they want to do in 2023. Where's their business coming from? Uh, what are their goals? Um, what what really drives them. And I, I've always said, if you don't have a plan, you got a plan to fail. So they are very, um, they, I guess a John Wooden line is it extended out failure to plan is, is a planning plan, to fail. But, okay. I, I didn't even know that. Of course you're going to know that. So <laughs> sorry, John, I didn't mean to steal it or, or change it. A little I don't bit. think he'll mind. No, probably not. Right? <laughs> so yeah, I asked them to, uh, to do that. And uh, there's a lot of it is centered around purchase business in 2023. So uh, I, I was glad to see that. And we also have, I can't tell you the secret sauce, Sandy, just yet, but we also have a plan to target uh, the millennials and the Gen Zs out there that we think should be buying because we have so many loan programs and down payment assistance and all this good stuff that we have a plan to target these people. And I think it's going to be really, really good. When you started SCL Mortgage, you thought the self-employment people out there, 
yes. community was underserved. Absolutely. Absolutely. By people in your business. So you develop your bank statement loan program as kind of your signature program Correct. at the outset. Is there anything like the same sense regarding millennials and some of the other people you just described that they are not being served in the manner that they should be? That's a very, very interesting point, Sandy. And and I think you are spot on because there's a lot of millennials out there, a lot of Gen Z people that are renting apartments. And apartment rents just keep going up. And if you drive down up and down the freeway, you can see all the apartments that are going up. I mean, we're on Park Meadows Boulevard. Right. And there must be, <laughs> I don't know how many apartments there are out there. A lot. So, okay, well... If we have a need for apartments, then the apartment builders good for them. You got to you got to supply what the what uh, what's needed out there. But I think we think that there are a lot of these people that should be homeowners, and maybe they don't know if they can be or not. So we have devised a way to well, I'm not, uh, we have devised a way to contact them. Okay, so I'll I'll leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> so I, I don't want to spill the secret right. sauce all uh, over the right. place. That's right. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but yeah, I think um, um, Carrie, as you know, Carrie yeah. Kanab, he's developed um, all the stuff that we can we can touch them and we can with QR codes and all this stuff that I think are and and these people are are pretty. Um, they're pretty uh, – they like that sort of stuff, whether QR codes and apps and all that stuff. So I think we have a really, really good plan that we're going to launch first part of uh, of January. I'm curious as to which loan programs right now you're doing the most of at SCL. That's another thing we tend to review right. in December of every year we've uh, been on the air from December of 17 on, on through this year. Uh you keep track of these things. You've got a lot of loan programs to keep track of. Which one or ones of the 17 are the most popular? Right you now? know what? Every Monday I have um, all of our loan officers officers send me a, a pipeline, um, all the loans that they're working on. And they do that religiously, and I, I need to track that stuff. So on these pipelines, it shows the borrower's name. Uh, whether it's a purchase or refi, where the uh, borrower came from. And in many cases, it's from 104.3 The Fan, which is really nice. And um, and and what I'm seeing uh, as of late is more purchases than anything. All right. You know, last year, two years ago, there was a lot, a lot of refis. People absolutely, were, yeah. especially during the pandemic, right? A- absolutely. The, I mean, when we and we were strongly three, encouraging people to do as, that. as they should. Yeah, when you've got those kind of interest rates, that people want to take advantage of them. And and my wife and I did the same thing. It, it was that was what we should do. But now we're doing a lot of purchase money business, and so I'm I'm glad we're talking about it on this show because. Um, and I think there's going to be more purchase money business in 2023. You know, I, I last week we talked about the fact that rates are going to come down in Q1, maybe toward the end of Q1, and then again in toward the end of the summer. So uh, this is an opportune time. And I, I just feel like we have to contact these people because if they don't know they can buy or if they don't know what programs are out there, down payment assistance programs, Rates are not so bad. 
And if you can get in the house, then that's what you got to do. And then when rates come down, you can it, you can always refi. So, um, so in answer to your question, Sandy, it's more purchase money business than it is rate and term or cash out business. So purchases are what you do the most. Uh, do you think that's because, again, back to the point we were making earlier, during the pandemic, we talked a ton about refinancing. Correct. And people took heed of that and went ahead and in many cases did refinance. We've talked about purchases. You have certainly quite a bit lately. Is that driving the demand a bit? I, I, I absolutely think so because I'll, I'll give you a case in point. About uh, maybe two weeks ago, we talked about post and beam. Loans, oh, yes. Right? And so we got a call. Um, um, I think it was that is that week. He said, mm. I was on my way to my work on Saturday morning. I happened to tune into your show, and you were talking about post and beam loans. And that's what I want to have. That's what I want to do. So maybe you can help me. And, of course, we're yes, we are helping him. So I think it's in part, um, I know it's in part, to this station, Sandy, because if we talk about something, then the phone rings. And the phone rings about what we've talked about, right? So... We've talked a lot about bank statement loans for self-employed people. We've talked a lot about purchases. We've talked a lot about down payment assistance programs. And and when we talk about it, I think there's a saying out there, um, E.F. Hutton. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to claim to be E.F. Hutton, but when, when we talk about it, people the phone listen. rings. People yes. listen. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's very nice. It's very, uh, it's very refreshing. It's very, um, what's the word? Um, um, uh, I can't think of the word. It's, uh, it's refreshing when they call us. It's refreshing when they listen to us. I, I know our audience is growing and then that's, that's really kind of cool. Well, it's gratifying. And, and we try to get the message out, not in a hard sell no. way, no. but by encouraging people to, as you've suggested over the last month or six weeks, even, you know, you get your financial house mm-hmm. in order at the end of the year don't wait until tax time to do it correct don't wait till february march even early april god forbid where you start looking at your financial situation and uh, assessing where you are do it in advance of the start of the year well in advance and i think people are again following your advice and it's uh, Easy and profitable uh, advice to follow. 303-790-2222, the SCL Mortgage number. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. We'll talk more about home purchases and the fact that SCL prefers to do a pre-approval as opposed to a pre-qualification. That and more coming next as the SEL Mortgage Show continues on this Saturday morning, 17th day of December 2022 on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. This is the SCL Mortgage Show. Sandy Clough with Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage. 303-790-2222 is the phone number. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. And Larry, speaking as we were of home purchases a few minutes ago, I know that SCL likes to do a pre-approval rather than a pre-qualification for buyers, which is more thorough. Yes. Right? Yes. Absolutely. The pre-approval is, is much more thorough. And and let me explain the differences. 
on a pre-qualification, we have a conversation with a prospective borrower or a prospective client, and they say, okay, my credit score is about this, and I make this much income, and maybe my wife works and makes this much income, and we take that and we can issue a pre-approval. I'm sorry, a pre-qualification. But in our the way we think, I think that's not fair to the consumer. It's not fair to our listeners. So we like to take it one step further. Can you fax me a pay stub or okay. can you email it to me? And maybe we should pull your credit because we can now do soft pulls that it doesn't affect your credit score. And we can get uh, a, a good range of where your FICOs are. And maybe you want to tell me that you have X amount of dollars in the bank that you're going to use for the purchase. Or maybe you can tell me about the, the home that you're going to sell. Do You can sell it at this price and you have this much equity. So that would be your down payment. So those are the things we like to see to do a pre-approved letter. It's much more thorough. It's much more... and, and Realtors like it and doing it that way. So when we do issue that a pre-approval, it's stamped exactly that. You are approved for a, a loan of this type and you are approved for a purchase price of this and a loan amount of this and based on your good credit score. So it's a pretty much more thorough than a pre-qualification. And that, that's, I think, everybody in the real estate likes to see that. Along those lines, would a listing agent want to know if the buyer has the ability to close the loan? Oh, absolutely they do. Because if you think about it, both agents like to see it, but especially the listing agent. If I'm going to put an offer on this house, then it is the listing agent's responsibility to know that that buyer can close the loan. Because if I recommend to my seller that they should sign this contract and put my house on the market for 30 days or whatever the, the case may be, then they all want to know that this person has the ability to close the loan, which means we have to do our work. Because if you think about it, Sandy, we, we're all working together, the listing agent, the selling agent, the, the lender at SCL Mortgage. We all have to be prepared or be um, take good care of our buyer so they know they can close that loan and they want to close that loan. So um, we all have to do our jobs, and that's that's the job at uh, SCL Mortgage. Uh, would both agents like to know how quickly uh, someone can close the loan? Thirty days, reasonable? It it is right now. It it very well is. We can we you know some people say well we were a lot of people are offering um, on this house or they want to buy it and we need to close in two weeks or or three weeks and we say. Well, okay, but uh, I'd really prefer 30 days because if you box yourself in a corner two weeks, three weeks, that it could lead to trouble in case everything doesn't happen as it should have. But 30 days is reasonable uh, for a seller. It's reasonable for the two agents. And, yeah, absolutely, we can close a loan in 30 days from now, which means, you know, things have to move together, but you have got to have loan documents out there prior to 30 days, usually one or two days before the closing. And we got to make sure our wire is out there for the closing so that um, everybody's calm. And when you, it's good for us to stay in touch with the realtors 
both the selling and the listing. So along the way, we always want to make contact with everybody at the very beginning. And if you have any questions, give us a call. Or in the meantime, we'll let you know when the appraisal came in. We'll let you know we have all the documents from from our client. And we have now a pre-approval or now approval, rather. So everybody wants to know that because as it gets closer to the closing date, we don't want any hiccups and, and um, everybody does their job. My assumption would be that the closing date is critical for virtually everyone involved. Seller, listing agent, sales agent, SCL as well. Oh, yes. The the, the closing date is, uh, that's like getting into the end zone on a football game. <clears throat> everybody, everybody Maybe is not targeted. the best analogy to use, although the <laughs> Broncos were pretty good the other day. Yeah. Getting yeah, into the end zone, I was, right? I was a little surprised, and maybe you were Four too. touchdowns and zero field goals. That's that's a first. That, the, in the, this entire season. Yeah. So <laughs> let's say everybody wants that based on Kansas City's <laughs> game, but but in, in the real estate world, the closing date is, is essential. I mean, everybody's working toward that date because when you think about it, you go to a closing on a home purchase – and that new buyer, whether they're 22 years old or 42 or 80, whatever the case is, they get the keys in their hand and they get the remotes and they get the door or the, the everything to do with that house. And that's a really, really cool feeling. You know, it used to be that when I was an originator, I went to a lot of closings and I, I don't really originate anymore, but, and, and a lot of times closings are less attended by people but i remember so clearly that um, getting those keys to your new house in your hand at the closing table that's something that everybody everybody it's a really cool feeling so everybody looks forward to that so we we got to do everything we can do to make that closing date we've had new owners testify to that haven't we we sure we sure have yeah and they can they can attest to how happy they were and fortunately, SCL, we did our part. Real estate agents did their part. Title companies did their part. And they sit here and, and come on the radio and say, we everybody did their part, and it was not so bad. And, you know, a lot of people think, oh, my goodness, this is a big undertaking. And, you know, as a first-time buyer, I, I can see that. But as you've done it more than one time, it's it's everything just happens. Goes into One place. thing you've taught me uh, over the five and a half plus years now that we've been doing this program, uh, that I didn't have as much of a feeling for before we started, I thought that the process would be complicated inevitably by conflicting interests, uh-huh. uh, even competing interests. But you've taught me that collaboration is something that you value more than anything else. And when we talk about all these different entities coming together at the closing table, uh, that process of collaboration is emphasized. Boy, is it ever. I mean, there are so many places, so many pieces, so many – it's like a big – thousand like a, a thousand piece puzzle and everything has to come together and and it usually does it in fact always does i think 
You know, Sandy, we have, I think on our Google ratings, we have a 4.8 or 4.9. And I looked at the ratings some time ago, and there was one time in Colorado Springs, I think, we missed the closing date by one day, and that realtor was not really happy. So, um, but other than that, we we don't miss those closing dates very very seldom. And if there, that is the case, maybe it's because appraisal came in higher or lower or or missing documentation and something that nobody can avoid. But that's why we always want to stay, <clears throat> excuse me, in close touch with our realtors, yeah. so they know everything that we know. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in sure. our business and. And maybe they don't need to know all that. It's like this piece of paper came in or that. They don't, you know, something like that they don't really need to know. But any step along the way where they need to know, they really appreciate that, where we reach out and say, okay, this is good news. We got this and we got that. And, and it's lack of, lack of communication is not a good thing. That's why we've talked about it. We like to stay in touch with our borrowers at least twice a week. Absolutely. And uh- – I imagine there could be some other things that uh, you think realtors would like to know about the buyer beyond um, what we've already talked about. I, I think so. Yeah, it's uh, this is really about trust. Those realtors got to <laughs> trust us. We trust them. Everybody does their job, and like the listing agent and and most likely the sales agent will want to know: Have we verified the down payment? Have you seen a bank statement where that down payment is sitting in there? Or if somebody's selling a home, that the equity is there, that they can really pull this transaction off. So, And a lot of times people will say, "Have has an underwriter looked at this? Or do you have what's called DU approval, which is desktop underwriting? So we put all the information of that client into desktop underwriting, and we get, a, we get an approval. So all we have to do then is, is verify everything that we've put into the system. So... Um, you know, if there are things that realtors uh, want to talk to us about, I have no problem at all. Um, you know, we can tell people that they have good credit or we, we don't really go into, okay, they have a 680 FICO or a 790 FICO. We don't, we don't share that information. It's not fair to our customers, but anything other than that. And, um, we share because it's they have a right to know. They want to know that this person is qualified and can make this transaction happen. And so we all meet the closing date. All right. You ready for customer emails? Absolutely. All I right. Am. We'll get to those next as the SCL Mortgage Show continues. Sandy Clef, Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. Time now for customer emails as the SCL Mortgage Show continues on Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan. I'm Sandy Clough alongside Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage. And uh, we continue now with uh, customer emails. And again, we emphasize that they're all fresh emails from this past week. They are. And I know you uh, and I would put myself in this category, too. I love this segment because we get to hear what people are thinking about, what their questions are, what their concerns are, often on topics we don't have time to cover Correct. on every given show. Yeah, there, there's a lot of topics out there. We have a lot of loan programs, and many times our, our emails will say, oh, what about this or what about that? And, and I should say that to all of our listeners, 
on our website, I think it's just about every page where you can fill it out, send it in. It'll come to us. Whatever your question is, if we can read it on the air, be happy to do it. We won't give your all your of course not. all your stuff right here, full name, address, and all that good stuff. So no, we won't do that. But um, here's uh, here's one from Steve, and uh, he said that I am interested in doing some remodeling to my home early next year. I see you have HELOCs and a renovation loan. Can you talk to us about those? Um, absolutely, Steve, we can. We we do have both of those. We have a renovation loan where you can um, do the work that you're planning to do and whatever the cost of that is, assuming you have the equity in your house, and it sounds like you've already uh, researched that. And we do have HELOCs. And once you're, if you have a HELOC, and you put that money into your house, it is tax deductible. Now, CPAs have told me that if you're using a HELOC to pay off credit cards and that sort of stuff, it's not tax deductible. So I would caution you on that. But in your case, you're obviously, say you want to, to uh, do some remodeling to your home, and absolutely we have those programs. Um, okay, Sandy, this came from Mike who said, My wife and I are considering doing our first investment property and thinking about using some of the equity we have as a down payment for that investment property. Would this be a cash-out refinance, or could we also utilize a HELOC? That's a really good question, Sandy, because if you wanted to refinance your house and take some equity and use that as a down payment for the new investment property, that's perfectly perfectly fine. But if we do the math for you and you say, well, maybe I'd rather have a HELOC or a second trustee to my house and use that as a down payment for the investment property, that's okay too because you're using it toward another purchase. So whether you put the money back into your house or you use that down payment for a new investment property, that's perfectly fine. So I I would say that let's do the math for you, see what's better for your family, and whatever's better, then that's exactly what we're going to do. Okay, this came from Gordy, who said, Hi, Sandy and Larry. Love your show. Well, thank you very much, Gordy. Really appreciate the explanations that are easy to understand. My brother and I are subcontractors and interested in purchasing an as-is type home and fixing it up while we live there. Oh, very interesting. Okay. Is there a a loan type that provides funds for renovations, or do we need to come up with that ourselves as a part of a down payment? Okay, that that answers, or that, uh, I don't think we've had that question before, but they're subcontractors. They want to buy a house, which obviously they're they're entitled to do. We've got a ton of different loan programs. So let's take a look at what you want to do in that house. And if it's going to cost, you know, 20000 or maybe it's 80000 whatever the case is, maybe you have the cash on hand. Maybe it's coming from another property. Or maybe we do um, a loan for the purchase without a significant amount of down payment so you keep your cash. And then once you get done with all these remodels, if you want to get your cash back, then we simply do a refinance and get you the cash back. So there's a lot of different ways to uh, to tackle this. So um, I, I appreciate the email, Gordy. 
Okay, this came from D, who said, My fiancé and I are getting married in February. We would like to purchase a home. We both have good jobs, but not sure of what kind of down payment we need to come up with. Well, um, that sounds like... Um, Sounds like a first-time buyer to me. Yes. And uh, and that's okay. If you don't know those questions, You, I'm glad you reached out to us because how would you know that? So there's a, a, a whole different, uh, gosh, we have as little as 3.5% down on an FHA loan. If you happen to be a, a veteran, we could do a, a home loan with 0% down. Uh, maybe you need some down payment assistance that we could help you with. So, um, and maybe you have 20% down. I, I, I don't know the case, but we're going to find out and, and come up with the best option for, uh, for you and your fiance and good for you getting married in February. Okay. Uh, let's see. This is from Doug and said, Hey guys, I happened to catch your show for the first time recently. I have owned a successful plumbing business for five years now. My family has grown and we need a larger home. I was very surprised recently when I was turned down for my mortgage at my long-time bank. Yeah. A story we hear far too often. <laughs> Isn't that the case? Yes. Uh, I was not happy as I have been a great customer. Our credit is good. Our business is good. We, But we don't show much income on our tax return. Of course. And, yes, we, we hear that story all the time, Doug. So, But we have a solution for you because rather than use your tax returns, we're going to use your bank statements, either personal or business, and that's how we qualify you. We've been doing this for, gosh, Sandy, in uh, January, it's going to be eight years that we've been doing this. And we, um, I recognized this program when it first came, um, it it first was a a mortgage product that came to us via... um, Well, several different investors um, came up with this program, and it's been really, really good for self-employed people. So I I thought there was a a lot of self-employed people out there that really needed this program, and as it turns out, there's a lot more that needed this program. You're still getting a fair amount of references, even from banks, who can't do bank statement loan programs, but will tell their customers... Hey, SCL can do this kind of program. You know, I didn't mention that, Sandy, but we get those from First State or uh, First Tier Bank, First uh, Chase Bank, um, a lot of them. And and good for that banker because if they don't offer that program, which most banks do not, then at least they help their customer. So we're not interested in the customer's checking account or savings account or that relationship. We're in the home loan business. So it's best for us to help the customer you keep his checking account and and good for you by uh referring our referring your customer to us for the home loan we we appreciate that okay i have a couple more sandy if we have time absolutely okay this is from arlene who said my husband has verifiable income and i have income that is not verifiable okay so um i think that's okay because Maybe she's meaning that it's not verifiable because of a, a W-2 or a pay stub or something like that that she she can't prove. But that's okay because I think you're self-employed and we're going to, like I said in the, the last caller, or the last email, we can use your bank statements. And as long as your, your money is going into a bank, that's perfectly fine. We can use it if it's 
and I would caution you, some people have it in a safe or in mattress cash, as they used to see. But, no, you've got to, you've got to deposit it in the bank. That's a way we can find out. And, and with bank statements, 12 or 24 months, we can verify that. So thank you for the email, Arlene. Um, okay, Tracy said, we hear your show on Saturdays on the fan and would love to talk with an LO, loan officer, about what you call the math and see what makes sense for our family. I do do that a lot. <laughs> Let's do the math because the numbers are the numbers. There's no hidden agenda, no emotion, no anything. The numbers are the numbers, and we can do the math for you depending on what you want to do, whether it's a purchase or refi or cash or what, whatever your situation is, we would be happy to do the math for you and see what's best for uh, you and your family, Tracy. So thanks for the email. All right. We thank Steve, Mike, Gordy, D, Doug, Arlene, and Tracy for your emails this week. We will have next week uh, a new set of emails all coming in within the past seven days. 303-790-2222 is the number for SCL Mortgage, myspecialmortgage.com. And we'll continue uh, as the subject of uh, many of our emails centered on home purchases. And we'll talk more about that next as the SCL Mortgage Show continues on Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan. And as we continue with the SCL Mortgage Show, I'm Sandy Clef with Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage, 303 790-2222 is the phone number. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. And again, Larry, based on the emails we received this week, most of them are uh, about purchases. About purchases. I think maybe seven out of the eight emails we read. Um, So that's pretty encouraging, which, you know, we talk a lot about purchases. Most of the leads and and the customers we have are wanting to talk about purchases and here we go. Seven out of the eight um, emails that we read all want to talk about purchases. So I think it's a really, really good time to buy. And that's why my wife and I bought um, a rental property in Castle Rock not too long ago. And it's a good if – you, if you currently are an apartment um, dweller, I'll say, then let's talk about you getting into your first home. Or if you're already in your home, we've gotten so much appreciation over the last year, several years, that you probably have a lot of equity in your home, and maybe you want to tap into that to buy a rental property. So a lot of them about purchases. That's what's going on these days, Sandy. And uh, I should tell our listeners, you handed me during the break a calendar. And, of course, our listeners can't see this, but above every month there's a picture. Of a house. And you call these post and beam homes. And I'll tell you what, I've seen a few, but none are as pretty as the ones you're showing me right here, right Um, now. So I'm not going to let you keep the calendar. I'll say no, that. I, I understand that. I, <laughs> okay. I got it in That's the mail. That's a prized possession. Yeah. <laughs> I got it in the mail this week, and I thought, oh, my gosh. I, I Because I subscribe to, there's like three, four manufacturers out there that or dealers of post and beams. And in a manufacturer, there's just a ton of them all over the country. And and I I think my wife looked through this calendar before she gave it to me. 
And she said, oh, look at this one. Oh, look at that one. I mean, they're really, really cool homes, right? And and along with the manufactured, I mean, these they have come so far over the last five to ten years. There's so many different things you can do with manufactured. And on the post and beam, I think it should be called, it's sort of a design, post and beam, right? It's not, doesn't look like a barn. It doesn't, maybe it, depending on how you want to design it, it could look like a barn. Um, <clears throat> but they are really, really cool stuff. And um, um, yeah, Sandy, maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe you're interested in one. Well, I might be uh, at some point. Uh, <laughs> it, it, now, I may be exposing my ignorance here. And okay. of course, people can't check me on radio on this. But uh, tell me if I'm wrong. This first one that I'm pointing to right here. Yes. Maybe you could describe it. It has, to me, more of a Western look. Yes. This first one. Absolutely. Would you Absolutely. agree with that? <laughs> You're I, the expert. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what? This is a manufactured house. Yeah. And But all the things you can do with it, like this particular one has a, a kind of a Western look and, and it's got some pillars and beams right. and and this really, really cool front porch. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I kind of like Western houses, so that I could be very interested in this. So, But here's the thing. You can design these things just about every which way that you can come up with. You, you're going to purchase the shell uh, that'll come to your building site, and then depending on you, what you want, and your contractor, your builder, I mean, there's a lot of things you can do. You can put two, three car garages on them um great outdoor space in the back for grilling and all kinds of stuff i mean pools and basements and all things there's a lot of different things you can do and a lot of different um well a lot of different things you can do but once you get the home then a lot of things you can add to the home that's what i'm trying to say so yeah they're they're pretty cool and i'm uh, looking at this next one and again, maybe you can describe it, but this has more of a New England Doesn't feel it? to it. It does. Yeah, it really does. It's got a lot of sort of the porch and the yeah uh, the uh, what do you call it the um, well, it's got this side with yes. a lot of windows on it and uh, something uh, the what are the two things that go on the side of shutters? Yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah, what I'm putting. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So and a nice front porch. Yeah. Um, sit out there and enjoy the. Colorado scenery and in, in uh, not today, but when it, when we can, um, yeah, it's got and it's got the dormers up on top, so it does look uh, kind of like Eastern or or Connecticut type feel. But uh, like I said, there's so many different things you can do with these houses and make them whatever you want to make with them. Are you doing a fair number of these loans? It seems to me you are because we've talked about them a lot. Well, we are, Sandy. And um, what we've done is because we have this lot financing program and we have a construction financing program. And, of course, we do the permanent loans. So a lot of our salespeople have gone out to um, post and beam dealers and they've gone out to manufactured and modular dealers and they've contacted them. And they've either done Teams calls or Zoom calls or they've faxed them their uh, information or emailed to them uh, what the rates are, what kind of down payments we can have, and all that stuff. And so um, these guys have responded and said, or they've referred us to their customers, which is why we're getting more calls on these. So 
Yeah, it's been it's been kind of cool, and um, and I think our salespeople have found our loan officers have found niches out there that we need to expose them to all the all the loan programs we have. Uh, and I do see the similarities between post and beam, manufactured and modular, and I'm sure you see them too. And yes, yeah, and, they're and, they're all coming from a dealer. Yeah. Uh, whether it's post and beam, whether it's manufactured, whether it's modular. And, you know, there was, it was a lot of years ago when there was that big uh, uh, forest fire in um, in Black Forest. Yes. And a lot of people did modular homes because they didn't want to wait around for stick-built homes and, and there was a lot of pressure to get a home. Sure. And, and we look at uh, modular homes just like a stick-built home. So... It can come in pieces. It can come, you know, the roof in one piece and different different uh, areas of the house and different uh, delivered in panels maybe. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of similarities. And and my point is that you, there's so many things you can do with these homes. Make it your own home, whatever fits your, whatever you guys like uh, for your family, then that's clearly available. What's the difference or what are the differences between a mobile home and a manufactured home? Oh, that's interesting, Sandy. I'm I'm glad you asked me that question. So uh let me let me go back in time. Um mobile homes were that's what they were called, mobile homes until nineteen seventy six. That's everybody thought of it as a mobile home. And then <clears throat> HUD changed it to I think it was June of 1976. And if the mobile home was built or the manufactured home was built after that, now it's called manufactured. So it's just it's just a question of a, of a date, right? right? So um <clears throat> yeah, but there's um that, that's a that's a really uh, good question, Sandy. I don't know how you you've done your research on it. How did you know about well, all that? Forty six and a half years ago, but I love hearing <laughs> you talk about the history of these things. Yeah, you know, yeah. things changed in uh, June of nineteen seventy six. Well, uh, we've got a couple of minutes uh, left, and uh, um, the Broncos were officially eliminated. Right, uh, I think there are three teams who have been eliminated, Houston, Chicago, and Denver now, from uh, playoff possibilities in 2022. Not what the Broncos had in mind. Uh, not back in, quite, uh, early, right? Uh, September, <laughs> and probably not what the Arizona Cardinals had in mind either. Now, the Cardinals haven't been eliminated, but it's astonishing to me. It shows to me how things can change so quickly in sports. The Arizona Cardinals last year, 2021, right. started 7-0. and I remember that. Right? Yes, yes, they I do. They are eight and fifteen since, and, they and just, now they've lost Kyler Murray, yeah. who, with an ACL tear, will perhaps miss all of next year. If you take oh ACL injuries, yes, of course, ahead exactly one year, you're thinking it would be touch and go even to get back by December of 2023. Probably wouldn't be worth it. For the Cardinals to do that. So not only does he miss the rest of this year, but probably all of next year, he signed a large long-term contract. That's what I was going to ask you. So did the coach. So did the general manager. A little bit different here. Uh, Russell Wilson's going to be around, uh, assuming he continues to play, coming off the concussion. And, uh, you know, we don't know about the head coach. 
Uh, general manager, I think, gets at least one more year. Yeah, uh, George Payton. Okay. But, um, you're a diehard. You'll watch this thing. Won't you? <laughs> you know, I'll tell you the truth, Sandy. What I did last week, um, I had two channels. Yeah. And and our Directv thing has previous, previous. So I'm going from the the Broncos off to and um, the 49ers were playing at the same time against. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Yeah. That's our second team now. Well, yeah. Maybe our first team. <laughs> well, I was going back and They're forth going all places. the time. They are. They've got an incredible and this the the new quarterback they have. He was what a uh, story. Oh what my story. gosh, he was Mister Mister Irrelevant, last yeah. player drafted. No, he's he's proving he's them the wrong. First, I, I think the first quarterback who's Mister Irrelevant down through the years. There've been a few quarterbacks who's yeah. actually getting a chance to play. And That's awesome. May have a shot at doing some big things and becoming. I, Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself here, but maybe becoming the number one quarterback, which which would be a tremendous story. Isn't that that's yeah? With the other two quarterbacks hurt, and he's now and able now to he's show his stuff. he's the quarterback who has a chance to do what the 49ers haven't done uh, in this century anyway so far, and that's win a Super Bowl. Well, that's uh, gotten to a couple, uh, but they haven't won one. They haven't won one. So I I I've been watching Christian McCaffrey for since he was a, a little guy, and I, I still really enjoy it. He's well, he's so dynamic. Twenty eight points a game with Christian McCaffrey. Twenty points a game before Christian McCaffrey got there. An eight point difference. <laughs> That's and huge. Debo Samuel's been hurt and in and out of the lineup, and uh, thankfully his latest injury looks like a high ankle sprain. He should be back maybe even before the end of the regular season, but certainly available for the playoffs. Larry, as always, it's been a pleasure. We'll see you on Christmas Eve. Okay. Good stuff, Sandy. Good good show today. All right. We appreciate it, and we'll be back next week with more on the SCL Mortgage Show right back here on Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan. Thanks for listening to the SEL Mortgage Show with Sandy Clough and mortgage expert Larry Jager. If you missed a portion of the show or want to listen to the program again, listen to podcasts at the SCLMortgageShow.com. Questions or assistance with a loan? Call their main office in Denver at 303-790-2222 or online at MySpecialMortgage.com, NMLS, 120 